Welcome to Love Prophet. I am so grateful to be with you all this morning. Today, I'm just feeling my heart and my spirit moving in such uh, a powerful way and want to invite the conversation of tender love towards oneself. This is a concept that I've really been learning in real time that when I am at a place of noticing, oh, I'm not exactly where I always want to be or I feel like I'm not being as loving or tender towards myself in the ways that I like to be, spirit oftentimes reminds me that you can always try tenderness. And for me, when I think about tenderness, I think about a child. I think about a little child and how much I feel in my body personally that when a child is having a hard time, my default is to be tender towards that child. My default is to say, oh, honey, how are you? What do you need? And if that child's throwing, you know, a fit, it's to be patient. It's to be kind. It's to be tender. And recently, I've started to realize that a lot of the times we are forgetting that we are those little, that we are that child, that we are those little ones that are in these adult bodies, but are deeply needing tenderness. And so right now, I just had a moment where I was healing some patterns and I know that these patterns don't serve me anymore, but because they were such a default pattern of survival and such a default way of moving through the world, sometimes I can forget how harmful they are to me now because what I've come to realize is the things that once kept me alive are now the things that are killing me. And I have actively been working to try to change these patterns that I know within myself that are needing changing for the betterment of my well-being. And I'm wondering why. Why is it so hard to change those patterns? And why is it so difficult? And I'm sure there's logical reasons as to why it's so hard to change patterns. And I also want to name their spiritual reasons too. And one of those spiritual reasons is I feel that spirit is inviting me and I, and I resonate in this way. And I invite this conversation for you to look within yourself, to look within yourself and ask yourself, does this feel true for me as well? Do I resonate with this as well? And what I found is that spirit is inviting me to be tender to my inner child. Oh, I'm going to say that one more time. Spirit is inviting me to be tender with my own inner child. That Sometimes we move around in these adult bodies and so we think, oh, it's I'm an adult. I should be able to figure this out. Why am I still doing the same thing? How do I change this? And what happens is we take on very 
um, very harsh or very non-patient energies towards the changes in our lives that we're needing and that is going to better us or support us in the long haul. And what spirit is calling me to see is that when you are able to be tender with your little one, you will watch your adult one thrive. When you are tender and loving and compassionate and patient with your inner little one, you will see that your adult self will have a better uh, have, will have a better ability to be able to be in congruence with what you're trying to do currently in your life. And I found that to be true. I find that to be so deeply true that my one of my most sweetest gifts that has come from me doing extensive, extensive work on myself is I have made space for my eight-year-old to come back into my life. I spent a lot of my life trying to just not look at places in my childhood, not look at places that happened, things that happened to my little one. And my inner eight-year-old was actually wanting to be heard. Mm. Y'all hear what I'm saying? (laughs) My inner eight-year-old was actually wanting to be heard. So I asked the question, are you silencing your eight-year-old? Are you silencing your seven-year-old? How can you be tender towards your five-year-old? Because no matter if you're 25, 30, 40, 50, your inner child is still wanting to be heard and is deeply a part of you. And that's what I've come to realize is that our inner child is deeply a part of us and we're not separate from our inner child. We think that because we become adults and we start taking on, you know, adult life and and handling bills and careers and things of that sort that now we're this adult and we're not going to look at that childhood or we're not going to be with our inner child. And that is one of the, I feel like, myths of moving into adulthood is that on some level, your inner child isn't still directing you and what you're choosing and why you're choosing and how you're choosing things. It's all a part of it. And I love my inner eight-year-old because my, my, my eight-year-old gave me a gift. And the gift that my eight-year-old gave me was the gift of the ability of being able to say no. I realized that for so long in my life, it wasn't safe for me to say no. It wasn't okay for me to say no. That would result in very harmful situations. And along the, my life, I started to realize, oh, wow, it's really hard for me to say no. But my inner eight-year-old has no problem <laughs> with saying no. She has no problem with setting boundaries. And so she's come back at this stage in my life and she's teaching me loving boundaries. She's teaching me how to say, actually, no, Portia, right here is where you need to go care for yourself. I know that's someone who you deeply love. I know that's someone who you deeply care for. 
But what is very true is that right now, you wouldn't actually be giving a loving act. You actually wouldn't be showing love by saying you can do something when you don't have the capacity for it. But for you to choose to create a loving boundary and to say, I love you and I love myself. And this is why I am able or not able to do this right now. And I need to go take care of myself so that I can continue to love you. It's something that my eight-year-old taught me. Now, I've been in seminars. I've gone to, I've been in college. I've learned a lot of around different workshops of consent and all that. But no, it took my eight-year-old to say, Portia, at this stage in your life, for you not to have the ability to create loving boundaries will ultimately kill you. And I need you to reevaluate that. And so one of my guides that I go to now is my inner eight-year-old. And she is beautiful in her boundaries. She is very practiced in her boundaries. And so I want to invite you to look within yourself and ask yourself, what can my five-year-old teach me? What can my 10-year-old teach me? Mine's my eight-year-old right now. And sometimes my 15-year-old shows up as well. But I ask you and I invite you to slow down and to notice when what part of you, what part of your inner child, of your inner teen is speaking to you and slow down enough to listen to them. So for today, I want to invite you to just take five minutes out of your day. I know that with this fast paced world, capitalistic structure that is going nonstop 24 seven, it can be hard sometimes just to take five minutes. So I want to acknowledge that I know I'm not inviting an easy task, (laughs) but I want to invite you that if you have five minutes, just take a moment and take your body and put your body in a comfortable position and close your eyes or soften your eyes to a degree that feels good and safe to your nervous system. And I want you to inwardly ask yourself, what part of my inner child is trying to speak to me right now? And what is the wisdom that this part of me is trying to give to my adult self? And how can I reach to this part of me with tenderness and with love? And I just want to invite you to take five minutes each day and ask yourself, can I hear my inner eight-year-old? Can I hear my nine-year-old? Can I hear my four-year-old? Who's speaking to me? Why am I choosing the food that I'm choosing? Why am I choosing the relationships that I'm choosing? 
do I have the ability to say no? Do I have the ability to say yes? And what parts of my inner self are going to support that process for me? You see, a significant part of my work has been to come home back to myself. And what I have found is that I have needed every single part of my little ones, every single aspect of me from infant to now. My inner infant has been with me (laughs) and said, this is the way I want to be held. This is the softness I want to energetically feel from you. And when I cry, don't shut me down. Try to listen to what my cry is about. I believe that our liberation lies in our ability to be able to listen to our inner, our inner child. And oftentimes, what is sometimes with that inner child is more than likely some inner wounds. And it can be hard to go back to that inner child and go back to that inner child work because the fear is I can't do it. The fear is I, I can't be with that part of me, Porsche. How are you going to invite me to go to that part of me? And what I say to that is you couldn't then be with that part of yourself. But today... 30-year-old, you can. 25-year-old, you can. 40-year-old, you can. You have the ability to be empathetic to that little self, to be compassionate, to be loving, to be patient, and to give your inner child and that inner one the love that they didn't receive or to duplicate the love that they did receive. We have that ability and we have that capacity. And I think that it's so important that we don't take for granted the wisdom, as I like to call that inner child wisdom. Because what I started to see for myself was that a lot of my choices, a lot of my decisions, a lot of my challenges were all woven around that inner child work. And a lot of my liberation and a lot of my freedom and a lot of my breakthroughs were all woven in that inner child work. So this morning, I just felt called to, as I look at the mountains and I take in just the view that I'm taking in right now, I feel so called to invite you to practice. Practice being tender with your inner child. Practice being loving with your inner child. Practice being patient with your inner child. And watch and listen to the ways that actually all along 
your inner child was there to support you and is currently there to be a significant part of liberating you. That is my message for you all this morning. My prayer is that it is it is balm to your heart, that it opens you up in ways that really brings healing and deep joy and celebration to being closer with all the parts of you and understanding that you were whole from the moment you were born. And you, you deeply are loved. That's what I've come to learn is that I am deeply loved by my inner child and the different iterations of my inner child has deeply loved me. And I'm so grateful to be here with my eight-year-old who is teaching me loving boundaries, who is teaching me my ability to say no more and my ability to know what my yes is a yes. From being deeply conditioned and hurt around saying no and hurt around saying boundaries. And she's saying, it's okay. I'm going to teach you right now. And she's teaching me. So what does your inner child have to teach you? I love you all. May we continue to practice love and heal towards our liberation. I'm Portia Bede. Thank you for listening to Love Prophet. Much love.